This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by SeaGiant.com. For all your ticketing needs, go to www.seagiant.com. Never ever a fake ticket sold. All tickets are vetted and a 100% guaranteed is offered to every buyer. Always buy it with confidence on SeaGiant.com. Just for listening to the Morning Skate, go to SeaGiant.com and use discount Morning Skate, M-O-R-N-I-N-G-S-K-A-T-E, at checkout to save a bunch of money. Sports tickets, concert tickets, go to www.seatgiant.com and use discount code MORNINGSKATE to save. You'll lose 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow, up to show. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Monday, November 13th, morning skate. Sorry, I missed last night. Uh, Hal got a new job. He moved away. Didn't have uh, Wi-Fi at his grandma's house. So We're back. It's Monday. Hal's not here, but Brian Sissy is. A kid I played hockey with over at uh, Sienna, one of our best players. Best friend of mine, Sissy. How's it going, bud? Good, man. Thanks for having me on today. I'm very happy that you're here, so... We're going to do what we normally do. We'll do a little NHL in the news. We'll do a little Dom Moore's Heroes and Zeros and end it with three stars. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. First thing on the agenda... NHL in Sweden, the Avs played the Senators over there. The uh, NHL is trying to expand a little bit over to Europe. Um, the Sens took both games pretty cool because Duchesne just got traded to the Sens and played against his former team. Today, Bettman came out and said uh, th- <laughs> that the NHL needs to do as much as they can overseas to spread the name of the game. I think he's just trolling on the hockey community at this point because we're not going to the Olympics. Uh, what do you have about you know NHL going over to Sweden? Um, oh, and quick shout out to BizDev Dale's brother, who actually was at the game for us and went live on our Instagram, which is at morning underscore skate. We appreciate the fact that he was there and he did that for us. But Sid, what do you got on that? Um, I'm not big on the overseas thing just because of the huge shutdown on the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I think it's stupid that they shut down the Olympics, but then try to, I would call it a stunt to try to you know attract some people who think are going to enjoy it when. And in reality, I didn't know it was happening till about three days beforehand. Um, as far as the teams, I'm still really jammed up about this trade because I'm not really getting why more white tourists was sent away for Duchesne. Because in my opinion, I think they're neck and neck. Sure, Duchesne might be a little better, but I didn't I didn't see the worth in the trade, to be completely honest. No, I strongly agree with you there. I think Duchesne is probably better right now, but he's also older. Terrence is a little bit younger. I know that they we're gonna have to resign him for, and then that's what Nashville did for six years, six million. Um, my biggest thing is like we're talking teams, right? So you're in Sweden, 
And, you, I mean, Eric Carlson on the Senators, I can see that. Gabriel Landeskog on the Avalanche, I can kind of see that. But, like, wouldn't you want a big name like Henrik Lundqvist to play over in Sweden? Like, if you really wanted to fucking get Sweden's dick hard, wouldn't you want the two teams that had, like, the biggest, like, Swedish, like, nail guns out there? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess that makes the most sense. But at the same time, again, I don't – I mean, do, do they take the Swedish Elite League that seriously over there? No, sweet, yeah, Sweden's Sweden's pretty big when it comes to hockey, and like, I get Carlson because Carlson's probably the, I mean, top three defenseman in the entire league. He's he's Mister Sweden, probably. Kid's a fucking stud, but I guess like Landeskog just kind of like baffles me a little bit. Is I don't know if he's like a big name over there. He was supposed to be sick, and I don't know if he's just on a shitty team or whatever. But really, hasn't done much the last couple of years. So I didn't really get that, and I also agree with you on the whole stunt thing and Gary Bettman just be, just go out there trolling everybody, saying how they need to expand to Europe. I thought that was hilarious, or like overseas when I forget what the exact quote was, but he pretty much said how we need the NHL over there to like help spread the game, and then he's just like, oh yeah, but the Olympics, we're not going there. They they probably would have packed a fucking house if they brought the Sedin brothers into town. Yeah, something like that. And you want to know what? That would have been good for Vancouver too, because Vancouver doesn't have shit going for them. I mean. They haven't been in almost a decade at this point, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Sedin <laughs> brothers or Henrik Lundqvist would have been a better fucking play than just, I guess, Gabriel Landeskog. But I think it kind of ended up working out because you had the Deshane twist to it, too, where, I mean, that was the biggest news of the week last week, and then all of a sudden he's playing against his former team, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I also agree with you. The Europe thing really doesn't ever really get me going. It's kind of like when the NFL goes over there. It's just kind of like... Who really gives a shit? Like, now I have to stay up at a stupid hour. Except for Sweden, I think the game was at, like, 2. So that wasn't really that big of a deal, but... Yeah. I don't know. Is what uh, it is. I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it a two thumbs down overall. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Moving on, Ryan Reeves got in a fight against Washington Capitals' Liam O'Brien. If you on hockey fights, uh, Ryan Reeves won 94.3%. That's on the vote. Voter rating 4.1. He pretty much just dummied this poor fucking kid. Threw him around, and it kind of got me to thinking. I know hockey's out of the game, but is Ryan Reeves like undoubtedly like the number one heavyweight in the NHL? Without a doubt. Are you kidding me? I, I, I couldn't think of one other person who matches up to him, even close. I mean, maybe a Matt Martin, just because of size. But I'm not sure. I don't. And then, then there was like a clip of Tom Wilson like John with Ryan Reeves. Like I would put one billion dollars on Ryan Reeves and be like very confident that Ryan Reeves would beat the shit out of Tom Wilson. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reeves has that look in his eyes, though, where you just don't want to fuck with him. No, absolutely I mean, not. Like, but but the thing is, it's not that he doesn't have business being on the ice because he is an okay hockey player. He grinds. He finishes every single one of his hits. The guy the guy packs a harder punch than anyone in the NHL with zero question. Yeah, and I like <laughs> I'm I'm like five eight buck eighty. I can't imagine what it'd be like like facing off with a guy that big, just being like, all right, well, I'm probably gonna die today. And you know what the problem is, too? This is Gretzky and McSorley all over again. With, uh, Reeves, I guarantee you, Reeves does not leave Crosby's side, or at least the Penguins, until Crosby retires. That's a hot take, dude. I don't know if I agree with that. I, I kind of want to agree with that. I mean, you have the McDavid-Lucic thing going on over in Edmonton. So, And I, you know what? The I think the Oilers kind of got screwed in the fact that Lucic isn't really worth the money. I think Ryan Reeves you can keep around for pretty cheap for a long period of time. So you may be right there. That, that, what are they paying Reeves? A million dollars? Yeah, not much. And then and you look over and Lucic is getting paid a shit ton. I mean, Lucic is still a fucking pound for pound pretty tough dude, but when you're paying him that much, I 
I guess I could agree with that. A little Gretzky mixed early action there. I kind of like that. I mean, why? Why they're not going to bring him on for like three years for another playoff push? Like he's there to protect Crosby. Yeah, and he's a yeah. good he's a good locker room guy. There's been a lot of shit with him and Phil Kessel going back and forth where he scared the shit out of Phil on like Halloween, and how like I don't know. I, it's kind of funny because you have Ryan Reeves who's just like the biggest like nail gun tough guy in the league, just picking on poor little Phil Kessel and his little fat Tommy. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. All right. Uh, moving on. Hockey kid pulls his tooth. If you guys haven't seen this video, some dad recorded his little kid. They tied a string to his tooth and, he, and uh, a string to a puck, and he takes a slap shot, rips the tooth out. I had an interesting take on this. I fucking love it. I think not only does it show that your kid is very gritty, but I think it also sends a message to whatever youth hockey organization that he's involved in that that's the kid not to fuck with. Like I like I think when he's going to ban or like what is he probably going to pee wee tournaments and shit like I feel like some of the parents are like yeah did you see that kid like he's definitely and even at like local clout like he's probably on his own like on the playground and kids are just like that kid's a fucking psychopath. I I respect the hell out of him for it because I'll be the first one to admit I would not have had the balls to do that Mm-mm. when I was a kid. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just a fucking nail thing to do. And my other question is, you know the dad was 100% down with this. Like, the dad's like, yeah, fucking do it. Like, supporting his kid. Where was the mom in this picture, dude? Because there's not a, like, I could see my dad being like that, but my mom would have put an end to that before, like, he even finished his sentence. No, you gotta love the, the zero hesitation. He's just smiling from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Just ready, ready to launch his tooth halfway down the fucking cul-de-sac. And then before you know it, it's fucking gushing blood, just crushing it. Yeah, loving it. I mean, he's starring his kid early. That's going to be a kid who's going to be on the third and fourth line on every single team he's on. He's going to be blocking shots. You know, like I said, he's a fucking psychopath. And I think other, like, local um, youth hockey organizations should probably take note because that's a kid not to fuck with. <laughs> he'll get that uh, He'll get that special award. What was it, the... Uh... Jeff Frazier, hardest worker, but you're not really that important kind of deal. Yep, guilty. I won that one. Moving on <laughs> real quick. Uh, we're going to go to the next one. Fuck you, sis. Uh, Daniel Paye, who is a, a Bruin for a long time, playing overseas, gets fucking railroaded by this guy. is coming out from behind the net. I don't even know if he has a puck. And last name Larkin just comes out of nowhere and just fucking ends his career. Done. Boom, and then one of Paye's fucking teammates jumped in like he should, but then his teammate got his ass kicked. It just wasn't a good look. It was one of the most, like, fucking malicious things I think I've ever seen in a hockey game. And then this Larkin kid has the balls to go on Twitter and apologize, saying it was just a hockey play and how he was just trying to uh, put pressure on the forecheck. He just completely forgot to say he was just going to bulldoze whoever fucking got near him. So I don't know if you saw it. What's your take on that? Uh, T's and P's of Danny Paye because I think he's his brain's a little scrambled eggs right now. Hold on, I'm watching it real quick. Yeah, it wasn't good. He gets fucking lit up and immediately, like, you know. And the fact that this guy said it was a hockey play is just like, what are you talking about? He's just pulling oh, any – yeah, he, oh. he's just pulling all sorts of excuses. And it, it, what really sucks is Pia's teammate jumping in and then getting his ass kicked because it wasn't like they did anything now, to this Larkin kid. Larkin just killed him. Now, the question was where – I can't see the puck. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't really see the puck like, either. I don't think he even had it. Like, it didn't look like he bulldozed him. I think he just... He hit him right in the face, dude. Oh, uh, oh, 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 shit. Yeah, that's a scumbag move. I mean, that's just like, that's one of those things where 
it, the guy's clearly in your way, but at the same time, it's like, oh, fucking well, man. Yeah, he did not care. And it was <laughs> it was such bullshit that he fucking came out on Twitter and, like, apologized and said, listen, it's just a hockey play. I was trying to be hard on the forecheck. That's incorrect, dude. Like, you were trying to hurt that fucking guy in front of you. I would have had way more respect for him if he fucking, if he sent out a tweet that said that, like, keep your head up next time, pal. Because then we would have known he was a dirtbag and, like, I can embrace the inner villain. But you can't be a villain and then fucking be a pussy about it. Yeah, the apology is definitely a bitch-ass move. I mean, there's just, I mean, like he said, it's hockey. So either grow the fuck up and take it or. I just need somebody to fucking go full villain for me one time. You know what I mean? Like, even like a Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson gets suspended pretty much every other week, but you never hear him fucking say afterwards, like, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I just need somebody to really just fucking fully embrace yeah. being a villain because I would love fucking that guy. The NHL does need a villain, and I mean, I can't remember the last guy who everyone hated besides, like, Avery. Matt Cook, maybe, who was just a fucking slimeball scumbag. Yeah, I mean, who else? But you're right. Avery, Avery never apologized for anything that he did. He was just, that's who, that's who he is. Actually, I'm reading his book right now. It's fucking awesome. I remember the game after that whole thing with Marty. He walked out to the post-game interview. He had, like, this obnoxious turtleneck on with, like, purple lens see-through sunglasses. Just <laughs> fucking swinging his dick around. Right, and he's right. like, yeah, fatso didn't shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean... Yeah, the NHL definitely needs a good villain sooner than later. That's what I'm saying, man. Larkin, go fuck yourself, dude. If you're going to do something shitty, at least be a shitty person about it. Don't fucking tuck your tail between your legs and pretend that you're some sort of saint. Fuck off. (laughs) Moving on from something very bad to something very good. Brian Boyle, I've had mixed reviews out over the years. He was one of my favorite Rangers. Uh, He left. Went to the Maple Leafs. He was a good veteran presence there. And then he signed with the Devils. And I wrote a blog about how he was Benedict Arnold. And how uh, Feverboy Rex sent him a grapefruit peeler for his wedding gift and all this shit. He ends up having cancer, which is terrible. And I mean, I'm kidding around the whole with the whole Benedict Arnold thing. I love the guy. He's fucking gritty. The one thing, he can never fight. He won't drop both gloves. He only drops like one. He normally gets his ass kicked. But you want to know what? Brian Boyle is an absolute gamer. He's a warrior. You know exactly what you're going to expect from him. And he ends up getting cancer. And people were like... Obviously pretty rattled. And then he comes back, and he's already playing this year, just like fucking Brian Boyle would do. And he scores uh, scores his first goal for the Devils. Gets real emotional, tears up about it on the bench. You could tell everybody was super fucking pumped for him. What do you got on my boy, Boiler? Um, I'm with I'm with you on the fact that, obviously, a previous Ranger, got to have a lot of love for him. Um I believe he's from Massachusetts. Hing a right? mass, he's dude. Hing a mass. Fun yeah. fact, when the Rangers made the cup final against LA Kings, Feverboy Rex and I had it all mapped up that uh, the, we were going to find out the day that Boyle got the cup and we were going to drive to Hingham Mass and try to find his house and just shotgun beers on his front lawn. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a huge Boyle guy. I love, I, I hated to see him go, but he was asking for too much money and it was just, it was time to move on, which unfortunately happens, especially with Rangers management, who has no idea how to manage expectations with players and contracts. <laughs> Shout out Tony D'Angelo, dude. <laughs> um, but you gotta you gotta love to see it. Obviously, huge comeback game. Um, I'm actually surprised. I mean, I'm very happy for him, but to beat that in three months and get right back into the swing of things is pretty. Pretty impressive in my book, if you ask me. Uh, do you remember Jason Blake, that little fucker that used to be on the Islanders? 
Yeah. He he ended up he had the same cancer Boyle did and he ended up playing for a full year too. So it was it was kind of cool in a sense that obviously it was a negative situation but I think Boyle could have I mean I'm not speaking for him but like there was at least another player in the league that has done this. I'm sure that kind of kept him hopeful about what was going to happen. And then again he goes out and scores. I fucking love Boiler. Uh I mean, be, he was awesome. Again, good. he got his ass kicked all the time, but it was like, at least he was out there fucking play. You remember when Clarkson jumped him, like fed him like eight times, and then Dubinsky got kicked out and like slammed the water, like the Gatorade cooler? Like, that's yeah, what you expect from Brian Boyle. Just a gamer, but he may get his ass kicked every once in a while, but you want to know what? He's kicking cancer's ass right now, and I love that shit. Yeah, but you could you could look at it in a good way and think it's a complete revival of his career. I mean, look at Phil. Yeah. Guy's got, guy's got one nut and he snipes. Yeah, no, that is true. I'm just... And that's that's good for a young Devils team too, with a bunch of fucking kids on that team. If they if they had any sort of oh I need to look up to somebody, they just have to look in their locker room and look at Boiler because he's gonna give a hundred percent every fucking game. He he's a true veteran in the league, and he's exactly what hockey players should try to be. So huge leadership guy for sure, big for time, fucking sure. Hey Mark Stahl, you should probably take some fucking notes, you pussy. But um, all right, so Mark yeah, is Mark Stahl still in the NHL? Yeah, he's on the fucking Rangers, dude. Ah. Uh. I hate that fucking family. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to move on right now. And we are going to go to our Dom Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Okay. So this week, we'll do a little Heroes and Zeros segment. Normally, Hal and I rotate. We, I do a hero. You do a hero. I do a zero. You do a zero. Does that sound good? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. My hero of the week goes to Evgeny Malkin. Uh, Paul Bissonnette took a video of him. Uh, with Malkin on the ice, Malkin pretended to drop the gloves, and he's like, come on, Biz, come on. And it's really funny because Feverboy Rex, we grew up with him, and it was the exact same fucking thing that he does. When, whenever Feverboy Rex gets a beer or two in him, he always just kind of wants to stir the pot, and he always does a thing where he slicks back his hair, and he's like pretending to fight and shit and just looks like a psycho. So remind me of Feverboy Rex. So my uh, hero of the week is Evgeny Malkin. Um, very generic, very boring considering my, my very quick time to prepare, but I'm going to go with Cooch. That mm-hmm. guy is just lighting it up right now. Yeah. And the fact that he may be the better player on the Lightning right now. I think That's he is, him. definitely. If I were to pick anybody on the Lightning and be on my team, I'd pick him. I, I mean, the way that guy shoots a hockey puck, and you got to love, he hasn't scored a single goal below the chest. <laughs> is that a fact? Dude, every goal is barred out. <laughs> the thing I like about Kucherov is normally when you think of like Russians, you think kind of like pussies, right? But Kucherov, it seems to me every game that I've seen him play, he plays a 200-foot game, and he's out there banging bodies. When he played against the Rangers, was it last week or a couple weeks ago, <coughs> he had a shot on Hank or whoever the fuck was in the net, and he, you know it didn't go in. He got back to the bench and he just started slamming his stick everywhere. And like I love that type of fucking excitement on the bench. Like, you know that that guy's a fucking gamer. He's pissed he didn't fucking score, and he, he just competes. He wants to be the best player in the league, and I think that's awesome. Well, he's, a, he's almost, you can almost look at him as like a left-handed Ovechkin. He's always scoring in that, in that mm-hmm. in like the slot, top of the right circle, mm-hmm. just waiting for the puck. Yeah, and it's hard if you're penalty killing against the fucking Lightning because you have one side Kucherov who can just rip, and then on the other side you have Stamko, so it's kind of hard to like really protect only on one side of the ice. Does he even does he even have double digit assists? I'm gonna look right now. Yeah, check it out. I'm not entirely sure. I know he has a shit ton of goals. But the the, the lightning situation right now is is admirable at this point. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Dan Girardi's fucking playing a lot of hockey over there. And, I mean, I miss, I miss G, another fucking warrior. Yeah, you, you do like it. You do like to see it. But, um... Callahan's sort of healthy now. Um, the line of Callahan, Killhorn, and Kunitz, I'd want to kill myself if I had to go out on the ice against those guys. Wait, no, this isn't right. <coughs> What's that, dude? Um, I'm trying to look at... I'm trying to look at Cooch's assist. All right, well, you, while you figure that out, I'll tell you about my zero of the week. Okay. Zero of the week goes to myself. Um, every, everybody knows I hate Keith Kincaid. I think what he's doing on Twitter with his emojis like D.D. Gregorius is fucking stupid. So the other day I was pretty drunk at Cortica, and I didn't really see what the tweet said. I just saw a bunch of emojis. So I quote tweeted it, and I said, stay in, the, stay in your lane, you're a backup goalie. Again, I was pretty fucked up, so I took a nap. When I woke up from my nap, I had a lot of backlash on Twitter. Apparently that tweet he sent out was about how he supports the troops. So that one is on me. I'm a big troop supporter. I have a 1776 tattoo on my ribs, if you don't believe me. Um, I'm going to take that one. I probably should have read the full tweet, so that one's on me. But still, Keith Kincaid, stay in your lane. Um, well, I completely forgot about that. But, yes, that was that was quite a ridiculous move on your part. <laughs> a little bit. I, I Yeah, um, I think TP tweeted at you, didn't he? Uh, I got... I got Quite a quite a few people were real yeah, mad TP, about it. Yeah, TP, TP was telling us about it. He said, he's like, yeah, get a load of this fucking asshole. And then he showed us your tweet, and I was like, oh, come on, Dad. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, uh, I was intoxicated, which isn't an excuse. Next time I'll read the full tweet. That one's on me. Uh, okay, I will give you that. Um, my zero is the New York Rangers. And I know that they are ripping off, I think it's what, five or six wins now? Six straight. Six straight, yeah. It's just a it's it's another rue by the dev, the Rangers. It's hundred percent, hundred percent to just get our hopes up, mm-hmm. and then you know we'll make it to ten, twelve wins, probably somewhere in there, and mix a loss into maybe like Chicago, a deservable loss, and then we'll go and lose ten straight. Mm-hmm. It's there, there's no consistency with this hockey team, and it's driving me through a fucking wall. No, I I, I completely agree. The thing that pisses me off is in those six games. I mean, we beat the Vegas fourth goalie was one of the games that we won. And, like, most of the games yeah, we that we played. Or seven goals. Can't hate it. Yeah, the right. only game that I really think that was, like, a good Rangers win is when they played Tampa. Like, they played really well. But if you watch these six games that they just played, yes, they won. But the teams that they played definitely did not bring their best game. Like, this is uh, just the Rangers just fucking somehow finding ways to win type shit. But, I mean, Butchnevich, the power play is fucking sick. I get that. But, like... I think you're 100% right. I think that, yes, they've won six straight, but I don't really think their game has really shown that they've won six straight other than the fact they have a really good power play. Hank still hasn't really – I mean, he's played better, but he's still not like the Hank of the past. You're still giving Steve Camper and Mark Stahl a shit ton of minutes and Nick Holden. Like, you're that's not a that's not a playoff contending team when you have Mark Stahl, Nick Holden, and Steve Camper and your fucking six defensemen, so. You want to you wanna know what my problem is with, with the Rangers as well? Hmm. Which – I, the points are good, but compared to the league, Zibanejad has 18 points. That's 24th in the league. Mm-hmm. All the good teams that rope these cups in, dude, all have multiple players within the top 10, 15 points. No, that's accurate. But like, if you look like, at these teams, dude, it's like... Season, we're going to finish the season, and six of our 12 forwards are going to have 50, 50 to 60 points. Yeah. That is... Like, we need a stud. No, I know. And you're right, because if you look at I mean, Penguins have Crosby, Malkin, Phil. <laughs> the Blackhawks like, have 
Taves, Kane, Saad, they had Panarin. You're right, we don't have that absolute stud. Buchnevich is kind of looking like he could be. The kid's fucking playing really good hockey, and, you know, AV, put him on the first line. No shit. Like, kid can fucking play hockey. It's just, I agree with you, they don't have that fucking game-breaker. They said that the Rangers were heavily in on Matt Duchesne, but they want to give up Brady Shea. I guess the trade talks were, like, super serious, but that was the one thing the Rangers weren't going to do. And I'm glad right, they didn't man. do that, because I love Brady Shea. Yeah, no way. Him, him McDonough, and Shattenkirk are going to hold it down for a while. I mean, Shattenkirk's, Shattenkirk's leading the league in defense uh, points for a defenseman. I, he's That's been, why, if we're paying him $7 million, he better. I mean, he's what... Uh, I think in the last eight games he's had a point, which isn't bad. I think he has ten points his last eight games. So I mean, he's holding it down three – I think it's three goals and seven assists in the last eight games, I'm pretty sure. But um, I think you're right. I think it's a ruse. I think you're going to see them start losing some games again, and it's just going to be shitty. Uh, I think the one positive, though, is I think that Boone Avis kid is a fucking perfect forward-line center. Yeah, dude. That kid's dirty. He's big. He's back. fast. I used to play him back in youth hockey. Yeah. And he was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why he's in the NHL, right? He's been the best kid on the ice since he was, like, nine. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, he's a big body. He fucking skates hard. He plays a simple game, and you put him on a line with Michael Grabner and Jesper Fast, it's a pretty good line, so. Exactly, exactly. All right, so uh, now we'll move on to our three stars of the uh, three stars of the week. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. Okay, so this week our three stars, what we're going to do are the three players in the league you would want to have dinner and a beer with. So you want to alternate again? Yeah, that's fine. All right, my first player is Jumbo Joe Thornton in San Jose. This guy, he's just an absolute savage. He's rocking the beard. I've heard of stories about like how he you know, he can't stay by himself, so on road trips he just hangs out with the rookies, and then it's like 12 o'clock in the morning the rookies are like, you know what, dude, Like, kind of want to go to sleep now, Joe. And, uh, I mean, he just seems like a, a beauty, de- probably definitely a stoner, allegedly. Uh, just seems like a good guy. It'd be really cool to pick his brain about, like, what he's, like, seen and done in the NHL. Last year he played a playoff game with a completely blown-out knee. Nail gun every year. I mean, he still puts up 60, 70 points a year, and the guy's 40-plus. So, uh, my first star of the week, Joe Thorne. And... Very hopeful future New York Ranger at some point. You know the Rangers love those old washed-up stars. Oh, yeah, for sure. He'll be back. Uh, my first star is going to be Patty Kane. <laughs> Generic, I know, but the guy fucking parties. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you cannot have a good conversation with that guy with all he's been through. Yeah, for sure. Buffalo uh, kid, Bill's Mafia. Yeah. New Yorker probably gets the grind. Mm-hmm. You know he's from upstate New York. This is a different weird breed up there but we'll not talk about that <laughs> um but yeah i'm gonna go with patty kane just because the guy knows how to get the job done no i agree with that uh my second star of the week <coughs> matt zuccarello i would just love to fucking hang out with this this kid i think him and i would be best friends i mean again i don't know him but i feel like we're pretty similar smaller stature a lot of heart uh just an absolute stud great flow from norway Actually, I just started a new job, and and like if you stay at the job for five years, they give you a month-long sabbatical where you get to go and do whatever the fuck you want. So I think in five years, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait until the summer. I'm going to go to Norway because it's not that big, so I'd have to fucking run into him. So uh, my, my second star of the week, Matt Zuccarello. I like that. Um, my second star is going to be Tyler Sagan. Mm-hmm. 
That's hard. I, I was going to put him on. It's hard not to put him on. Similar reason. Sagan does have a fucking party. There's yeah. no way that guy hasn't been through hell and back in his short, amazing career. Um, yeah, man, I think I think he would be a great great addition to a dinner party. No, yeah, and I mean, never forget the fact that when they were playing Toronto, the Bruins had to hire security because he showed up to the rink three days in a row wearing the same shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Rookie, rookie year in the Stanley Cup, and you're just out partying. Guess whose house he lives in? I want to say Madonna. Yeah, Mike Madonna. He bought Mike Madonna's house. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's such a baller fucking thing to do, dude. To be like Let's on the Dallas Stars, and he's like, "Okay, I'll just buy the best Dallas Star ever. I'll buy his house." Legendary. Right, that's a good one. And my third star of the week. uh... Talked about it a little bit earlier. I think it'd be cool to hang out with Matt Martin and see what the fuck he's about. Uh, That's a good one. He dates Sydney Sison, Boomer's Boomer's, uh, daughter, so maybe Boomer could come hang out with us, get a nice snag, a couple beers. Uh, Seems just like a fucking great guy. Uh, And he's dating Sydney Sison. Yeah, and he's dating Sydney Sison, so that would be my third star. Um, This guy probably is the coolest guy in the NHL right now. And has been for the last 25 years. Um, I'm going to go with Yogs. Yeah. That's not a bad one either, man. (laughs) Yogs, like, Yogs would make the party go round. 100%. I mean, not even, like, the amount of shit that guy has probably seen and done. Mm -hmm. I can't wait and hope to God they make, like, a documentary or, like. A 30 for 30. Yeah, thirty for thirty on Yarmir Yager is like five years off. That like he probably partied so hard. Oh yeah, he, he still does. Yeah. Do you remember a couple uh, years ago there was like a model in his bed and she's like, "Oh, if you pay me this money, otherwise I'm gonna fucking tweet out the the picture." And he's like, "Go ahead." <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. Exactly. Yeah. He's just he's just the guy who gives zero fucks and legend, legend. Not for sure. And I know we're doing current NHLers, but. Again, I'm reading Sean Avery's book right now. And Avery talks about how Chris Chelios was like the biggest beauty ever. How Chelios was like one of the older guys on the team, but he'd stay out until 6 a.m. in the morning just pounding beers. And then the next day he'd be at practice and he'd be in the line first for every single drill and would just compete. I guess Chris Chelios is like arguably one of the biggest booze hounds like ever in the history of NHL. And he's obviously one of the best defensemen American. So I think hanging out with Chelios would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean... Chelios, um, was Chelios the guy who got laid out in the Olympics that one year? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I know Yager got laid out one year. Well, Twice. The Ovechkin hit. The Ovechkin hit, and then there was one in the Olympics earlier when he was on the Rangers still, and he was on a line with Marty Straka, and Yarko Rutu, like, buried him, and, like, Yager got, like, seriously hurt, and I just remember watching the video of Marty Straka just, like, coming over, jumping on Rutu, and just beating the shit out of him. What do you think Straka's up to these days? I don't know, man. I think it, I'm pretty sure his kid's like a prospect for somebody's team. I mean, if you look, it was Marty Straka, Michael Nylander, and Yarmir Yager. And now Michael Nylander's kid's William Nylander, who's fucking sick in Toronto. Marty Straka has a kid who's supposed to be a prospect, and Yags is still just fucking doing his thing. And Yags has probably dogged so many chicks, he's not even fertile at this point. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, or or he has like millions of kids, but he just doesn't know where they are. Yeah, he probably has like thirty long lost kids spread throughout the <laughs> throughout the whole world. It's 2017. If you're walking down the street and there's a kid with a mullet, more than likely it's probably Yager's kid. <laughs> <laughs> head, on, head on a swivel. 
But, uh, sis, thanks for coming on, man. This is a quick podcast, but we still want to at least put something out for everybody who listens to us. Um, next week we have this uh, one video uh, camera POV. i do not entirely sure how to pronounce the name. So, Lil Beyond and Grinelli was supposed to come on this week, but Hal canceled. So, we're going to try to get him on the next couple weeks to talk college hockey. But, sis, do you have anything else? Uh, no, man. Thanks for having me. I just want to give myself, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give myself like a, a C plus B minus out there today. No, it was pretty good, man. I mean, we talked about what we need to talk about. Time. It's a quicker podcast, which is something that we're going to try to experiment with because most of our podcasts are like an hour long. So maybe if they're a half hour, it'd be a little bit more feasible for somebody to listen to. Okay. Okay. I mean, uh, if you want something short and quick and to the point, I'm your man. That's what she said. But, um, <laughs> Wait, all right, hold guys. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What am I holding on for? This is great podcast radio. (laughs) We'll we'll see you guys next week. Later, fellas. Thanks again, Ped. (laughs) All I do is stay focused, looking straight forward at the world and beyond. I feel people pulling me down. I feel some pulling me up. I can't get stuck. I just keep moving forward. I got places to go, man. Let's go. When the Yamakitians start get trained, Alata, we got a week.